the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit YourDiscipleshipCoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. I am excited for today's show. This is our first part two series that that we've done on Your Discipleship Coach. Part one aired originally on April 30th, 2022, as we talked about the context of prayer. And in today's show, we're going to talk more about the practice of prayer. And I have some prayer models to share with you, four of them, in fact. I will share with you two devotional prayer models. I'm also going to share with you a an evangelistic prayer model. And in the second half of the show, I'm going to share with you more of a ministry prayer model that I created that you're going to want to grab onto and practice. And I'm so excited to share that. So I want to just sort of uh, give us this one piece of introduction that we can use to understand what prayer is. And the International Standard Bible Encyclopedia defines what prayer is, and here's what it says. Prayer is communion with God, usually comprising petition, adoration, praise, confession, and thanksgiving. The ultimate object of prayer in both the Old Testament and New Testament is not merely the good of the petitioner, but the honor of God's name. If you want to hear a little bit more about the context of prayer and just what that is all about, be sure to listen to part one of the series that aired last week on April 30th, 2022. But now we're going to get into the practice of prayer, and I'm going to share with you some prayer models. I think that some of these models that I introduce, you may have heard of before. By the end, it'll be a brand new prayer model. But maybe the most widely won uh, prayer model that is used out there that I'm aware of is what's called the ACTS prayer model. And that's an acronym, A-C-T-S. And each letter stands for a part of the prayer time. So if you want to use these four letters to guide a prayer time for you, you can do that. I just want to break down these letters in the ACTS prayer model for you. So the first letter is A. And we get this really, it, it, it's likened to this definition of prayer in the, the encyclopedia that I shared with you. And A stands for adore. This is when we praise and adore. 
restore our God. What's interesting about this discipline is to, to not, not do anything in this time, but to adore God. And, and I try to do this without using the word thank you, because I start thanking him for, for things rather than adoring God or acknowledging who he is. And when I, when I pray these prayers of adoration, I, I, I give adoration to God for his kingship, for his mercies, for his grace. I, I adore the fact that he, he knows who we are and he knit us together in our mother's womb. And, and I adore and love and honor God for these things. One of the things I want to recommend, I guess practices I'll recommend is to use the scriptures when you want to give adoration to God. I'm going to read the entire psalm of Psalm 150. Now, before you get alarmed, it's only six verses and hear it. Here's what it says. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trump, the trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with the sounding symbols praise him with loud clashing symbols. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This scripture is all about adoring God. Now you might be saying, my goodness, Mike, you have a lot of passion in your voice on this particular thought and, and idea. And I do. I am so passionate about adoring our God. So the X prayer model starts with A, adore. Then it goes to the letter C, and this is the word confess. So we change from this time of praise and adoration, and we begin to confess. We confess sin. We confess our sin. Sometimes I'll do this and confess the sins of our nation. But I, this is a time where we admit and we confess. Because First John teaches us that if we confess our sins, that God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And God is faithful to cleanse us from our unrighteousness. So confession and prayer is something that helps bring about spiritual transformation in our lives. So Acts, A-C-T-S, adore, confess, thanksgiving. Where this is when we now go and start offering thanksgiving to God for who he is, what he does, his acts, the things that, that, that uh, he integrates into our lives. Psalm 107 opens like this. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, his steadfast love endures forever. This is why we thank him. James 1.17. Here's why we thank him. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights. With him, there's no variation or shadow due to change. We can thank him for that. So we adore, we confess, we thank him. And then the last letter in Acts is S, supplication, where we present our needs and requests to God. Don't you love how Paul writes that we're to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication? With thanksgiving, we let our requests be made known to God. So if you want to learn to pray, you can use this Acts prayer model. Adore, confess, thanksgiving, supplication. I'm going to skate 
to the next model here, and I'm going to give it to you quickly as you're listening in today on on a, a, a podcast, a radio program, a show about how we use prayer models when we practice prayer. And the next one, you may have heard of this one. You may not have. It could be new to some. It's called SOAP. It's another acronym, S-O-A-P, SOAP. And I'm just going to give this to you quickly. S is for Scripture. O is for observation, A is for application, and P is for prayer. And I'll, I'll repeat those because we're going to practice it right now. The scripture, the S part in SOAP, John fourteen six is, a, is our example today. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So that's the scripture we read. If, if we wanted to take an observation from that, we would notice that Jesus is the way. We would notice that an observation that there is no other way apart from God. We would realize and recognize, observe that Jesus is the truth. Jesus is God, the Son. And then we would, see, I'm moving through this quickly as I give you this resource, is to apply application, where we stop looking for answers outside of God and we start seeking Jesus and applying this truth into our life. And then we solidify this with prayer. So there's scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Now, as I wrap up this first segment here, before we go to a brand new model I'll share with you in the second part of the show, I want to share with you an evangelism prayer model. Those, those first two are devotional, acts and soap. An evangelism prayer model is is the model called BLESS. I know that, that uh, Dave Ferguson is an author, uh, pastor, and he wrote a book about this. And, and we use this curriculum. I do some coaching with Wheaton College, and we use this as we do some coaching and evangelism training. BLESS is yet another acronym, B-L-E-S-S. And I just want to share with this for you. As you if you want to pray with uh, evangelism on your heart, maybe praying for people who have not yet met Jesus, this is an interesting model. The B in the BLESS model is to begin with prayer. So this is where we would maybe identify a coworker or a neighbor or a family member, and we would be begin to pray for them. We're not doing anything more but simply praying for them. And then as we do this, we don't stop that, but in, in times of prayer, as we continue relationship with, with this person, we would go to the L and the BLESS acronym, and we listen to their story. So we engage with them. While we're praying, maybe at other times, we now prioritize listening to them, connecting with them. Then, then the ingenious E is to eat. What this does is this represents having fellowship or Here's a great word, friendship with someone. Listen, when we share the gospel, it's not just to get someone to do something. They're not a project. They're actually an individual that Jesus Christ died for. And what we're uh, invited to do with this acronym is to engage in a relational friendship with someone else. So we're beginning with prayer. We're listening to them, but we're eating with them or we're fellowshipping or having friendship with them. Then we go to, there's two S's. The first S is to serve. In other words, we find out something that they might need or a void that they have, and we meet that need or we fill that void. And so the relationship's not about what we receive, but it's about what we give. So we begin with prayer, we listen, we eat with them, we serve them, and finally, 
We share our story. Story is the last S. Share our story about how God has changed and transformed our life. We could do a whole show, two segments on that, but we're going to wrap up this first segment and we're going to get ready for uh, a a prayer model that you're going to want to hear and learn about. It's a ministry prayer model. So we've been talking about prayer for two shows. The first half here, we've been talking about three prayer models. There's one more left. I want you to hold tight and get ready as we talk about a ministry prayer model. Thank you for listening to this segment. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. we're back. Thank you for staying tuned to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Hey, we're in a two-episode series on prayer where we've talked about the context of prayer, and then in this show, we're talking about the practice of prayer. In the front end of the show, I shared with you three prayer models Two devotional prayer models, ACTS, A-C-T-S, and SOAP, S-O-A-P. And then very quickly, an evangelistic prayer model, BLESS, B-L-E-S-S. This next model is a model that I've designed. It's more of a model to pray, and it's a, a ministry expression, how you can pray for others. There are actually seven steps to this model. And and what's interesting, before I introduce it, is if you want to try to pray for seven minutes a day, you can pray on every one of these points for one minute, and you could pray seven minutes every day. If you want to pray by topic, every one of these points is a topic. You could pray each topic for seven different people or as many people as you want. If you want to use this over a week's period, Every single topic could be a a prayer point. For example, the first topic could be what you use on Monday. The second topic, what you use on Tuesday. The third topic on Wednesday, it could last you for an entire week. What I love about this model is you can pray it for yourself. You can pray it for your family. You could pray it over others. You could pray it for your church. You could use this as a prayer model for your community. And and one of the, the things that I encourage you to do is to think about using this as a seven-week prayer journey. Like a, I call it a 50-day prayer journey where you celebrate at the end. So in other words, it's pretty versatile. And I want to get right into this ministry prayer model. And I call it praying for the harvest. Praying for the harvest. H-A-R-V-E-S-T. So each one of these letters represents a prayer topic, and I want to get right into those here at the second half of this show. Well, my goal is, is to give you a very practical resource to improve and increase your prayer life as you align what you believe with how you behave. And there's power in prayer. Let's get right to it. When we use the HARVEST acronym, the H, we start to pray for for health needs. It's where we pray for physical needs. You know, so if if you want to do this for your church, this is where you would pray the physical prayer needs for those in your church or however that, whatever that looks like. You know, James uh, says this, that when we're sick, 
we should call the elders of the church and and pray for them. There's a a teaching through weaved throughout God's word that we should pray for those in need. In fact, in Exodus chapter 15, we hear this. If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all statutes. Now listen in. He says this, I will put none of the diseases on you that I will put on the Egyptians for I am the Lord, your healer. If you listen to him and you call on him, he will be expressed as the Lord, your healer. So that's why we pray for H, for health needs. So if you want to pray the harvest, just begin to pray for the health needs in your life or in those in your church or your family or just anyone you know with a health need. So praying the harvest, health needs. The A is assets. We're praying for assets. So I use this word because it's it's a broad word where we pray for the financial needs that we face. We pray for for work and for jobs. And, you know, when I pray for assets, I pray for my children that are looking for jobs, or I pray for friends that are out of work, or I pray for those that, that need means to pay their bills or things of that nature. There's a time in my life that we are, uh, well, as part of a church, uh, our fellowship, our denomination switched insurance companies and we lost insurance through all of that. And what we did, rather than complain, is we actually prayed. We we did some insurance meetings and did due diligence, but we prayed and called on God. What was remarkable is my wife was expecting one of our children. We had a baby during this time without insurance. And my goodness, we were, we were, we were afraid, we were scared. But we just began to pray that God would meet this, this need. Lo and behold, uh, an insurance company picked us up and retro paid for the delivery of our baby. And I don't believe that was because we were eloquent people or we asked the right people the right question. That was a true answer to prayer. So we call on God and he answers. That's why we can pray for not only health needs, but this area of assets or finances and things of that nature. Health needs, assets, are is for relationships. This is where we spend time praying for, for our marriage. I want to pray for my wife every single day. So if I'm praying the harvest, this is when I do that. This might be where you pray for your parents or for your children or for your friends or those in your life or hurt and, and, and broken relationships or thriving relationships. Pray for the hurts in your life, but proactively pray for the positive relationships in your life. Let's go ahead and pray blessing on those that we're in relationship with. So here we are, we're, we're, we're working through prayer models today. In the front end of the show, we went through three prayer models. And here, second half, we're doing a ministry prayer model. We're working through the harvest, praying the harvest, health needs, assets, relationships, and V is for virtue. This is where I, I, I encourage you to pray for virtue. I define it like this. Pray for godly character and morality in your life, in, in the venues in which you find yourself, in our nation, in our world. Matthew 5.28 captures the words of Jesus, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 
Listen, we need to pray for a virtuous mind. So I shared that verse because I want to share with you a prayer that I pray when when this kind of temptation comes into my life. I pray with conviction, God help me because I am an anointed man of God. I literally say that out loud with this kind of temptation. God, fill me with virtue. Let me operate as an anointed man of God. And that has become uh, a place of victory in my life so I can be a man with godly character and morality. So that's just an introduction to praying for virtue. So health needs, assets, relationships, Virtue E is emotional needs. Now, this is a growing topic today. Our our world, our lives are filled with all kinds of chaos. And this is where we pray for uh, stress. We pray, uh, you know, we, we fight depression that God would bring help and deliverance. We pray for unforgiveness or for overcoming weariness. Psalm 147 verse 3 says that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. It is within God's plan that we pray for emotional needs. Now, just two more letters. We're praying for health needs, assets, relationships. There's a lot here. Virtue, emotional needs, and then spiritual needs. This is where I spend time praying for the spiritual needs that I'm aware of, for people to know Jesus Christ as their Savior, for salvation. This is where I pray for spiritual growth and development. This is where I pray for effective ministry. This is where I pray that the, what we do at our church would be powerful and transformational. I pray for spiritual needs. And then finally, I pray for T, and this is where it touches every one of our lives, a teachable spirit. We're doing all of this prayer, praying for health needs and assets, relationships, virtue, emotional needs, spiritual needs. But this teachable spirit, God wants to, to, to teach us. He wants to grow us. He wants to mature each and every one of us. In fact, Paul writes this, that the foolishness of God, even the foolishness of God is wiser than man. Even the weakness of God is stronger than men. So let's remain teachable and have access to an almighty, all-powerful God. Hey, as we wrap up this show, I have this question for you. Have you ever considered receiving some coaching? We offer a free coaching readiness questionnaire at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. You can just go to yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and fill out that free coaching readiness questionnaire. We'll respond to that and, and we'll offer coaching to you. This is also a place at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com that you can find the links to follow us on social media. You can engage with us and just visit us right there at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Hey, this is important to me. I'm giving myself to each and every one of you that you can learn to operate through the power of prayer and practice it. So take this last acronym, Praying the Harvest, health needs, assets, relationships, virtue, emotional needs, 
um, H-A-R-V-E, spiritual needs, and a teachable spirit. I want to thank you for listening in today to your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Let me remind you, I am for you, and God is for you, and if God is for you, who could be against you? I celebrate you. Hope you have a great, great week. You've been listening to your discipleship coach today with Michael Smith on AM 1160. Hope for your life. God bless. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.